In this episode, we talk about why we decided to start yet another podcast, the positive and negative aspects of the current pandemic, and what we've been watching lately. Those topics and a whole lot more on the adventures of PB and Rob. So hello. Hi. Hi. How are, How are you? you? I'm good. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> it is a little weird, but. Um, right. Yeah. So, I guess we should talk about what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> first. Maybe. Yeah. Let's, let's why do we're that. doing it. Yeah. And why this is as disjointed to people listening as it probably is for us doing it. You um, think it's disjointed? No, just starting off. Yeah. It'll okay. it'll get into its flow very quickly. It's only because we've been talking about it for so long. I know. Right before actually hitting the record button. Uh, yeah, it's basically I DM'd you and was like, hey. Wait, can I read it? Let me read it out loud. Yeah. Um. See, here's the thing. In this show, will you allow me to potentially work on my Fred Flex, like playing music and shit in the background? What is your Fred Flex? I, I want to try details. drops, man. I want to oh, try Fred Norris. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I want to because right now I feel like I should be playing some weird ceremonial epic sound in the background as I read this DM. Um, Look, we're pretty freeform, I think. Yeah, I think we're pretty, we can. <laughs> we can probably do that. I just. You know, ever since you showed me Howard Stern, all I want is to be someone's Fred, okay? Um, he is a genius. He is a genius. Okay, so hold on. I know you said, let me let me stall for time, Rob. Stall for, I got to find this DM. You need me we to talk vamp? too much. I, would, I was going to vamp by telling them about the show, but yeah, if you're it. looking for the actual DM. But no, so... Yeah. Uh, I guess the show for me, or I'll say why I uh, why I even DM'd you to begin with. Yeah. Basically, there's everybody stuck at home to kind of talk about the elephant in the room right away. Everybody's yeah. stuck at home right now. Uh, we're all a bit isolated. I know me personally, I I'm not someone like overly social to begin with. Like I do like social time, but then afterwards I crash and I need recovery time as well. Uh, but it's kind of like that thing where you have that keepsake in the attic that you haven't looked at in years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden someone says, you can't use that right now. And then you're like, but I, now I want it. Now I want it. Yeah. So now that we're all kind of stuck at home and people are like, no, you can't be social in person. I'm like craving it more than I normally do. The other thing too, that again, elephant in the room that people aren't talking about is that, you know, they're. There is a collective, you know, trauma and stress with the situation mm -hmm. that's happening. So you will need recoup or aid more so than you would maybe before all of this happened. Mm. So people are going to be yearning for, you know, physical contact or social contact, you know, maybe even more so than they would have before because of everything that's happening. Yeah. And now we can't get it. So, you know, yeah, it's. A very stressful situation all around. I can't. Yeah. I can message. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm still looking. Hold on. You can keep going. It's there somewhere. I know. Uh, I'm gonna find on. it before you do. No, no. I refuse. <laughs> now it's a race. <laughs> okay, it's a race. Oh, yep, I found it. I found it. Ha 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 ha. Are you ready? Would you like to read it? I'm gonna uh, pin I it. I haven't gotten it yet, so you go ahead. Or do you uh, want okay. you want me to read my part? Yeah, but you got to do it dramatically. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> dramatic reading of dramatic Discord reading, DMs. Yeah, of your DM, and then I will dramatically read my response. Okay. Okay, you ready? All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to this so I can actually see your responses. Okay. I know you most likely don't have time for this, and it's a half-assed idea to begin with. But in my brain earlier today. I had the random idea of a limited run podcast that would last throughout this isolation with just the two of us shooting the shit called streamers of thought or streamers of consciousness. You get the idea. It may have been the punny title that got me excited. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> so that's why we're here. And the podcast is born. Yep. Yep. So good. <laughs> For some reason, I thought yours had more detail, but it's no. Great it's that literally that's it. just yes. 
Just yes, 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 yes. Yep. Oh and also, God. that's and that not was, what it's called. Yeah, it's not what it's called at all. We've changed it. Uh, but let's be honest. Adventures with PB and Rob is is so much fun. I Way love better. it. Yeah, Way better. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. And we've got a cool theme and cool artwork. And yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great. But yeah, so, so let's that's, shoot the that's shit. That's kind of the birth of it. And um, this is, we were talking about this too beforehand. This is the kind of podcast I would recommend people not do ever. Yeah, we were we were talking about that. It's like, so when he pitched me, because we we both have have various podcasts elsewhere, mm-hmm. um, a bunch on the Geek Gen Network, which you should totally go <laughs> check out at thegeekgeneration.com. But, you know, one of the rules of podcasting is, you know, find your niche, which I mean, I guess that's the rule with anything. But, mm-hmm. you know, pick a specific topic because it's easy to market and get out there and people know exactly what they're signing up for. Just sitting down and having a conversation that's random and varied every week doesn't really work unless you're a celebrity. Yeah. Right. So, you know, and that's, that's what we, so we decided to do it anyway, (laughs) throw caution to the wind and just have a conversation once a week or, or twice a month or whatever we're going to do. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do have a little more time available. This whole situation has, while I'm still working and I'm very fortunate to still be working and collecting a paycheck and stuff. Cause I know so many people are not, um, my job as a teacher is as a technology teacher. Yeah. So I had set up a lot of my students for this before we even knew we needed to like, that's just the way I operated in my normal classroom, even when yeah. we were in person. So the transition for me has not been difficult. I actually kind of prefer it. Uh, and it has allowed me some time. Uh, I we had uh, our, another podcast of mine, Quantum Drive, just kind of wrapped up is on yeah. hiatus for a while until uh, season three of The Orville comes around. Yeah, so I have more time available there, and I was like, well, I I, I want more social time. I want to keep making things because I like being busy. I know you yeah. do too. Yeah, we do too. Yeah. So yeah. and then we we're both we done <laughs> <laughs> as weird as it was to do that, like test record we had test out what was your uh the podcaster the roadcaster i yes, never remember the, the naming mm-hmm. yeah the, we test out the roadcaster God, we're, like, we're just that. gonna do a little bit and we went an hour yeah like nothing mm-hmm. so it made complete sense to like transition over to that and we can easily like fill an hour of just whatever anytime yeah i actually as soon as you said we'll just talk about whatever i kind of had a little bit of a panic because it's like oh god I'm not very good at small talking, so I was worried that it would feel like that. But then uh, today rolled around and I was like, I know exactly what I want to talk about. I know exactly what I want to bring up, Um, you know, and obviously I think episode one being about, you know, COVID-19 and everything that's happening is 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 a good idea because a you said it elephant in the room. That's also why we're here. Mm -hmm. And also just I think there's a lot of things because this is new for most of us. Most of us haven't been alive for something like crazy like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important to talk about some of the things that are happening to us all that we might feel like we're alone in. Mm. For example, have you noticed how no one is sleeping the last couple of weeks, like this week yeah. and maybe a, a couple of days into last week? It's like almost everyone I know is now having trouble sleeping. Well, guess what? I looked into it and that's not only is it a, it's a trauma response, but it is like, um, so it's normal. It's all normal that we're all kind of suffering lack of sleep right now because mm-hmm. A, it is a trauma response to our whole world changing, to everything being different. And, you know, we might be trying to go about life, you know, thinking that we're okay and we're strong enough. And we and we are, we are okay. And we are strong enough. And those listening, you are strong enough. But it's like, I, re- I remember, you know, the grocery stores, what are your grocery stores like now? Do you have to wait in a line? No, mine are not that bad, but I'm not like in a city city. Like yeah. I'm I'm enough in not a small town, but we have like five grocery stores that are all pretty close to each other. I haven't had to wait in a line to go in, but I also choose my times very selectively. So yeah. maybe there are busier times. I always go an hour before it's going to close. Yeah. Okay. So we're in like um, no one there. Yeah. We're in a bigger city like Toronto area and ours are, um, there's a line, only one person for per household can go inside at a time. Mm -hmm. So there's a lineup six feet 
person apart at the door to get in. And then they let you in and you have to follow lines on the floor that will guide mm-hmm. you through the grocery Same. store. So even if you wanted to grab produce and then something from the freezer section, which is all the way at the opposite ends, you still have to go through each aisle and just slowly work your way through to where you need to go so that everybody's staying away from each other. And then at checkout, um, the cashiers are behind plexiglass and in like half hazmat suits. It's just really strange and surreal to see that and go, this is my life now. And so, you know, I think a lot of people think to experience a trauma response, you have to, you know, have been to war or, you know, something like that. And it's like, this is this is a form of a traumatic experience mm-hmm. for everybody because your entire world is shifting. So it's okay that you're not sleeping. It's okay that you might randomly like start crying with no reason why when you're doing the dishes, you know, mm-hmm. some of us aren't experiencing that, but there were definitely days there where I was like, I don't want to get out of bed. And yeah. you know, it's, it's again, it's just a trauma response for everything that's been going around for everybody. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I, so like, for me, it's been it's been weird at different points, but also not weird at other points, which I'm sure is common of a lot of people. Like I haven't I haven't felt it looming over me as a constant thing. And at first it was actually very easy for me to transition because I was like, it's not changing a whole lot. Like my my normal life is being home a lot anyway. Yeah, I'm missing out on some social stuff that would definitely happen. Yeah, I'm not going to work, but I don't like my job anyway. So that doesn't really matter. Uh, And it's giving me time to work on other things. But then slowly over time, as I started missing out on things, uh, as I started, like I had a really bad night last night, even it was the first night that I had a really hard time sleeping because I went to bed with a headache and it's the first time I felt like not healthy since all this began and eventually like fortunately because i do practice hypnosis and self-help hypnosis and stuff that is my tool for combating a lot of that stuff so i can like take myself out of my brain and do that i can't believe you were at my house and i didn't have you hypnotize me i've wanted that like my whole life i can't believe that yeah (laughs) i think a lot of people are experiencing the slow slide into discomfort. And mm-hmm. I think that's probably why a lot of us are maybe surprised by what's happening. Um, you know, like feeling like, well, my life hasn't really changed that much. So why am I having problems sleeping? Or, you know, why, you know, I can't be traumatized. Mm. That's not possible. Like nothing really crazy has happened to me yet. But it is a uh, It is a global experience that we're all kind of sharing of loss of society as we know it. Mm -hmm. Everything is going to change after this. We don't really know how or exactly what the ramifications are, but life is fundamentally different now. Mm -hmm. And then there is the grieving process of that. And it's okay. It's okay to see that the concert that you had planned to go to for the summer was canceled and be sad about that. You know, and I think a lot of people are feeling the guilt like, well, you know, I, you know, I shouldn't be sad about this because people are dying. Well, okay, there's both. You can respect the fact that this is a very serious situation and also be sad for the future that you no longer have. Yeah, everything you're is expecting relative. To have. Yeah, everything's relative. And also it's just like, you know, don't, you know, just try not to police your own feelings. Mm-hmm. It's okay to just feel those things and just, it's normal. Yeah. It's normal when we're going through something like this except we just don't know that because it's the first time for a lot of us that this has ever happened like our generation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of, it's just wild. I know that like me, you're a bit of a homebody. So yeah. what, what has been the hardest part for you since this all started? Okay. Well, so to be honest, when all of this started, it was like, I am technically high risk. So I just didn't go out. So oh. I think I've, I've been out one time outside Mm-hmm. of my apartment one time in like three months. And I'm really oh, wow. ashamed of that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, like not even for walks or anything like that because I'm- Did you say again, you're ashamed I, of that? I am. I, I, I am a little bit. Um, which Why is, is that? just like, I, I honestly don't know. Um, I think it's, I don't know. I think I have this idea in my head that I should at least be going outside for walks and things like that. And I think 
a little bit of it is like fear. I'm letting fear keep me inside because I'm mm -hmm. technically high risk. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just a, it's a weird situation, but I do feel a little bit of shame about it and I don't mm. know why. So Dr. Rob, maybe you can help me figure it out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't really know why. Um, however, I have been out on my balcony a lot. So I am still getting well, like good. fresh air yeah. and, you know, I'm laying in the sun a little bit and reading my books. But uh, yeah, as far as actually walking outside, I haven't been outside in like three months. It's awful. And if I had to guess, I would say the shame clash. It, it's because the fear is clashing with your self-perception yeah. of who you are. Yeah, and probably. you feel like that fear makes you weaker in some oh, sense. Oh, 100%. You know, that's exactly how I yeah, function. But yeah, that's, that's, that's absolutely like, it's a completely valid thing. If you're someone who is at a higher risk than others, yeah. then we feel fear for a reason. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's, there's excessive fear, but it, yeah. you clearly are not in that area. You're at a very like, cautious fear and i don't think that's unacceptable i also think part of my shame comes from the fact that i'm i'm i have always felt like i am one step away from a true hermit that like never leaves the house mm. and i try really hard to fight that <laughs> um you know just because i do have a little bit of you know trauma in my background that mm facilitates that 100%. I'm yeah. so, I'm like two steps away from being that old man that's like, doesn't see anybody that oh, out I the know. edge of town, <laughs> you know, whatever. And so uh, to kind of like lighten the mood a little bit, I've always wanted grocery delivery because I hate going out for groceries for mm -hmm. a couple of reasons. Like A, I just hate shopping. B, I hate the crowds. Uh, C, it's a lot of time. And, you, you know, as a streamer, you should. <laughs> I always buy more than Same. I should because when I get there, I'm like, ooh, and I just have this like, fantasy in my brain about myself, I guess, that I'll be like, oh, look at these nice ingredients. Maybe I'll cook this fancy meal or yeah. I'll do this crazy recipe. And then I fucking don't. I make cereal and then that shit goes to waste, <laughs> you know? So it's like, I need to stop having this grandiose idea of who I want to be versus who I actually am, which is somebody who's incredibly busy and, you know, doesn't prioritize making fancy meals. Like mm -hmm. I prioritize eating well enough but I don't prioritize, you know, trying new things in the kitchen anymore. I used to, and sometimes I miss that person, but yeah. it's not who I am now. And it's not like I, I just miss that person because I feel like sometimes that's, that's a sign of being healthy or happy, but it isn't for me. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I need to come to terms with that. You know, I need to realize that for me being healthy and happy is, you know, am, you know, am I exercising? Am I sleeping? You know, do I love what I do? Yes, I do. So, you know, it's okay that, it's okay that I'm happy doing what I'm doing and that I'm happy having a simple meal or that I'm happy ha eating the same food every night. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm okay with that. Not every night, but you know, I'll make the same couple of meals and I enjoy those. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with liking a routine? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with routine. <laughs> it's actually pretty healthy yeah. <laughs> in general. I just mean, I think, I feel like everybody has in their head, you know, like, oh, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. And, you know, like, I guess social media plays a part in that, you know, because oh, totally. of my job, I'm on social media all the time. So I see people making different meals every night and taking nice photos of it. And I'm just thinking to myself, oh, I should try something new in the kitchen. No, excuse me. I like my gourmet <laughs> mac and cheese. <laughs> all right. I like it. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I'm one step away from being a hermit, I feel like. So I think a lot of the shame comes from the fact that I also am fine-ish in mm -hmm. a way and it kind of scares me yeah how easy it was for me to just never leave the house and yeah like for for example i've been wanting grocery delivery i think that's what i was saying yeah. i don't like going shopping for groceries and uh you know my husband has always been like no it's a good reason an excuse for you to get out of the house like we really shouldn't do grocery delivery blah 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 because of this now we have just gotten grocery delivery mm. it is the best i will never go grocery shopping again <laughs> never go grocery shopping again i love it i'm obsessed with it and you know there we go one just one more reason for me to not leave the house <laughs> right right yikes but yeah i, I love it it's so good <laughs> have you tried it 
I I have not one when I back when I used to live with my parents, they did it like once in a while. Yeah. But it was never like a huge relief to me because it's them. They're the ones I would have gone grocery shopping anyway. Yeah. So, oh, uh, man, it's like 10 bucks. They deliver it to your door. It's wild. You pick yeah. whatever you want in your cart and then you have all the way up until the day before they deliver it to add stuff to the cart, to remove stuff, change your mind, be like, oh, shit, I forgot to add this and then put it in yeah. there and then and then they deliver it on. Oh, and then you can just reorder the same stuff and it'll come two weeks later. I probably <laughs> should because I, I would definitely buy less and I wouldn't yes. go after the cravings that I'm having in that moment. Yes. So that would be a huge benefit. But I. Unlike you, I am one of those people that likes to do different things in the kitchen as much yes, as I do. I know you're, you're a cook chef by heart. I, I often do the same breakfast and I do the same lunch, but my dinner changes up a lot. And then obviously the baking stuff, yeah, you bake I'll, a bunch. I'll get like, I'll get inspiration while I'm at the grocery store. Like, yeah. oh, that's a thing that exists. How could I use that? And then. Yeah, but then you do it. So that's yeah. the difference between you and me. I'll get that inspiration and then I don't and the food will expire or I'll just have random like flour in my cupboard for three years that I <laughs> never use because I didn't bake that pie that I had a craving to bake. Yeah. You know, so plus your food is like so good. Oh, thanks. If I if I had your skill in the kitchen, I would probably try something new every every week, every night. I probably should, though, uh, stop baking as much because I think I've I've gone into my comfort eating a little more than I should have through all this as well. Ah, uh, yeah. Even though, like, if if we want to talk about positives a little bit, yeah, I'm should. getting way more workouts in now. Like, I'm working out six days a week. Oh wow, that's amazing! First of all, second of all, uh, I didn't work out at all. However, the last three days I did. I just started. I just started working out there again, and I love it. Yeah, so it's it's great. Before I wasn't working out at all, mm -hmm. even though I had the ability to go outside and go for a walk, stuff like that, I just wasn't because um, I couldn't make time for it. But I am noticing that because I'm not leaving the house at all and because I don't even have the the option mm -hmm. to do so, it's now become a priority that I will move my body. Yeah. Because the idea that I'm stuck in here and I'm at my computer all the time and I'm not moving around, I'm not even, you know, it's... It's like I had this idea before where I could be like, oh, I should go for a walk. And I was roller skating mm -hmm. very regularly. Yeah. Like once a week I was roller skating. So now I'm not doing that at all. And I'm going a little stir crazy body wise. So anyway, all that to yeah. say, I also started working out and I love it. It feels great. Right now, like fortunately, like I had gotten some stuff right before all this. And then I had set up, I had set up things like a few years prior. Like I'm, that's the weird thing is I'm oddly equipped this situation yeah like you you've seen my my in-home gym like yeah. i have like a bench i have dumbbells yeah. i have a treadmill like i'm good there at very minimum i do 45 minutes on the treadmill a day yeah even just a walk that's like, so nice that's my minimum and then if i do anything above that that's like bonus i'll try to get like at least three weight workouts a week too yeah and you've also been doing um free work along workout along with me I was, I did, yeah. I did it for like two weeks and then, yeah, yeah I, that didn't work out <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to say work out again. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was a good experiment. Uh, I felt kind of weird putting myself out there like that. Cause I'm yeah. not, I'm not comfortable with my physical self. So putting myself out there in a way that I knew people could evaluate me and especially be like, Oh, why would I follow this guy's advice? Look at yeah. him. Like, I, By the I way, for those listening who have not seen Rob, he's like a former wrestler, okay? And he's still super fucking built. But I so got a belly. him being like, uh, <laughs> he's, he's got, his arms are bigger than my head, okay? Like he's still really true. built. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. Um, but anyway, just for context, for those listening. But, uh, but I mean, I, I, I know what my weight is right now and where I should yeah. be. And I should be down like 20 pounds. Can we change should to want? Yeah, I guess. Okay. I th I say should because I know where my healthy range is. So, but and but I'm want above is my still healthy range. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Should for feel me like... feels like I have an urgency that I okay. I, I, Fair I it, it puts pressure on me, and but I I like that pressure because that's part of my motivation. For me, it's like when I say should, 
my brain immediately just is mean to me because I'm not there already. It feels like a parent, a parent telling me, oh, you should have done this thing. And then I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) Mine weirdly goes from that to anger. But anger yeah, but is, then the anger fuels you. Anger is a fuel yeah. for my workouts, so it's it's weird. <laughs> but that, that's what gets but it. Hey, done. whatever works for yeah, whatever yeah. gets it done. I find when I say I want, then I get excited to do the thing. Mm. Whereas if I'm like I should work out, I'm like, oh, fine, and I just have to fight. But when it's when I switch that word to want, I go, oh, what workout do I want to do today? You know, yoga or this. Ooh, I want to do this. Yeah. Rather than I should. I just get excited about it. But I will say own, right? to that while I'm on the treadmill, uh, and I walk, so I don't I know that running I've I've re- uh watched a lot of things recently that talked about the benefits of walking over running. Yeah. yeah. Because running brings your body to a certain stress level where you're not burning uh the fat in your midsection as much, whereas walking for uh, I think it's a 45 minute minimum yeah. will reduce your cortisol levels and the the cortisol is what makes the fat accumulate specifically in your belly so by reducing those stress levels it allows you to burn that more locally I mean you still have to burn body yeah. your body fat kind of as a whole but that way you're not holding on to things as much and it just taking down your stress in general is good yeah. but because i've been walking it allows me to watch things and it has been my gone catch-up time really it has so for people who don't know pb oh, hosts you. a uh, show over on table story on twitch uh mm-hmm. which is called gone it's a tabletop rpg and uh it's the only one that i have watched so far like i've never re- really been so able happy. to get into tabletop and fair and- enough it is it is strange it's like it, it's like an so for those of you who have no idea what tabletop is it's like a, an improv show and sometimes at the beginning of those shows or even during because it's improv and there is no script there is a little bit of adjustment space mm. I, I don't want to say dead air because people are usually talking but sometimes it takes a bit to get to the action so i get that yeah but the cast is absolutely phenomenal um I didn't know, like, I knew of some of them and had actually weirdly met some of them prior. Like, uh, I hadn't met Myth until PAX. I didn't really know who he was or that oh, he yeah, existed. yeah, that's right. That's right. So that was my first encounter with him. I was like, oh, this guy's nice. And then he popped up on Gun. And I was like, oh, cool. I yeah. met him. And I knew of Elspeth and uh, a lot of the others. I didn't know about John at all. Yeah. And I love John. Yeah. He is amazing. He's, yeah, yeah, he's so much fun to watch on that show. He keeps the whole thing fun too. Yeah. His personality. Um, But I I have so many questions about the show that I don't want to get into here because they're more like behind the scenes things and they're more mechanical based in the event that I ever do DM. Because I watch both from a fan perspective and a potentially wanting to dm and trying to decode it as i'm watching yeah and i know it's not the way that i learned how to tabletop when it i definitely was younger is not right yeah, it definitely is not and uh i was very nervous about that at first because i knew that i would be dming in a different way i would be dming more from a storytelling perspective and from a almost like film or TV show kind of way. And that's what I, I like I, about it. Yeah. And I and I was scared because I wasn't sure if it would be received well. Mm-hmm. But luckily it was. Mm. Tons of people were like, wow, this is a really neat jamming style. And I like this. And it speaks to me. And I feel like a lot of my audience is uh, people who don't traditionally watch tabletop, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah. You can ask me anytime, by the way. From my perspective, <laughs> like, I know there are people you've said on the show that you want to say out loud what the roles are and stuff like that for people listening and everything. I watch yeah. it on YouTube because I know there's stuff lost on yes. the, uh, the podcast version. Just yeah. just like things that people don't say and facial things and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they have reactions. People were, what was it, the other day, they had like, they were passing stuff between panels. Yeah, yeah. Props. Yeah. You know, it was just wild. So stuff like that you wouldn't yeah. get in the audio-only version. So I, that's why I watch it on the treadmill so I can ac- actually watch it. And any other yeah. time, like, I wouldn't be able to dedicate that visual time yeah to it um but i i i'm one of the people who you could never tell me a role and i would be fine like I i'm know. i'm there for the story i don't care about the mechanics i know I just i'm trying wanna... so hard to move in that direction <laughs> yeah yeah 
and 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 you there's no like way i'm saying you should do one or the other because i guarantee there's just as many people that want to know every single role and every mechanic there are, so but i think that's why it's there on the screen yeah. so you can watch it so really i only i'm i like to read it out when i have a reaction when mm -hmm. the whole crew is like oh my god then i need to say that's a critical success or something yeah, yeah. so that people understand context of why we're screaming otherwise i would just prefer no mechanics ever come up at all yeah just like let it go um <laughs> tell us the story but sometimes for context it's interesting but mm -hmm. i'm learning a lot anyway we don't have to talk about it too much because people might be like what the hell are they talking about <laughs> but yeah it's true. We were we were saying we were going to do off the cuff. So this is just us having a conversation. Yeah, we're just going whatever directions we go. In. Uh, yeah. What other kind of positive things have come out of this for you? Um, I realize I'm stronger than I thought I was, which Ooh. is, you know, didn't really seem like it based on all the sad stuff I was saying before. But, you know, um, I'm getting a lot of work done, but in a healthy way. Wow. And also believe this. This is crazy. But I feel like I'm now setting up healthier boundaries for my work-life balance, which is insane. Interesting. Because I'm like trapped at home. You'd think I would fall into a pit of workaholic no return. Yeah. But I didn't. I've just been like, okay, I'm going to walk away now and I'm going to stay away from the computer for, you know, two days. I'm, you know, on my yeah. weekend's my weekend now. I'm just going to do my thing, you know, read, be on my balcony. I've just been a little bit more protective of that mental space. And maybe it's because I know I have to be right mm -hmm. now, but yeah, it's been, it's been great. And I'm, you know, I know everything's fundamentally different now, but I'm hopeful for the future. Like, I think that there might be some positive change that does come out of this. I think corporations are going to have a hard time taking back the freedom of working from home for mm -hmm. people. Um, I know that for a long time, uh, they said, and this is just corporations in general, your company might be different or something like that, but they had restrictions in place that made it very difficult for people with disabilities to have the ability to work from home. Yeah. And now, now they're, you know, now the corporations are screwed. They can't yeah. really go back on that. So, um, there will be a lot more freedom in that regard. I think, you know, I know a lot of people are out of work at the moment. Uh, myself included. I mean, I do Twitch, but wedding photography mm -hmm. was my day job. It just fucking halted. Yeah. Everything stopped. My entire season for the year, gone. So it's like, um, I'm lucky that I had something else to fall back on, but I know a lot of people are not able to do that and that it's a very scary time. So I just hope that we see a lot of... Um, changes in the government to be able to help with this yeah i think we're gonna you know i don't know i'm just maybe it's being super optimistic of me but i do i am kind of hopeful that something good will come out of this if not a couple somethings mm -hmm. so grocery delivery that's a super <laughs> positive thing for me <laughs> but yeah i don't know what about you um, other than working out i i yeah so yeah for me it's been largely the working out stuff uh I did have a lot of work stop too as well, where like I was, I had a, a real estate agent contact me three weeks into this and was you like, oh, that. can you go shoot this property? And I was like, it uh, doesn't feel right. I was going to say if it's been unoccupied for two weeks or if it's a vacant property, then yeah. yes. Um, and I probably would have been okay in that situation, but I just didn't want to yeah. chance it at the time. Yeah. Um, I have... I have done some remote work since, but very different. So like yesterday, uh, I went and did a uh, fitness video shoot. Yeah. And that was within like a, a small place. Like there were three people there. It wasn't like a major thing, but that's that's something where I'm going to go do like a couple of those sessions. But most of that work, that editing and that uh, color correcting and all that stuff will be done from home. So yeah. that that felt safe to me. And it yeah. is kind of like picking and choosing those opportunities. But I, like you, have also had to set some more boundaries on my yeah. work life. Because when I was teaching at the school, we had very clear school hours. Yep. And when I went home, I went home. And then I would like check my email the next work day and I didn't have to think about it as much. 
But now because everyone's adjusting over, there are a lot of changes where people are forgetting that we have like set hours. Like I'm getting things turned in at like eight, nine o'clock at night. And I have to make sure that I am not going and checking that stuff and like doing the work that I'm off hours for. And I'm someone who was working four days a week. I didn't have a full-time schedule. And I think people forget that I wasn't working on Mondays. So I'll have a bunch of stuff that comes in on Monday. And, and, and also because I'm the tech teacher, I've now become tech support. So on top of my regular teaching job, because we don't have a tech administrator, which is crazy. Uh, a lot of that stuff is falling on me right now. And so I've had more work in some areas, but overall still less, which has allowed me to do a lot more of my creative stuff that is more fulfilling for me. And I've had, uh, weirdly, I've had some opportunities pop up on like the podcasting side. So there are people that like the entertainment industry is shut down basically, yeah, it's wild, which is yeah. crazy. But as a result of that, because everybody's home, people become more available. Yeah, you were able to interview some people yeah. right? that you wouldn't otherwise. Yeah. Um, I think the, the Edmund McMillan one would have happened anyway, I think, because that was happening right around the start of all this. Yeah. Um, so that was a thrill to interview him. But then there's a voice actor that uh, I've interviewed at several cons, uh, Roger Craig Smith. He's the voice of like Ezio from Assassin's Creed. Uh, he's been Sonic the Hedgehog for the past 10 years. Holy uh, shit. He's Mirage in Apex Legends. He was Batman in cool. Arkham Origins. Uh, he's Captain America in the Avengers cartoon. Like he's been in the industry for over 15 years. And he's he's just like one of those people where when I interviewed him at cons, I was like, this is a really genuine, kind, nice person. And I just got a really good vibe from him. Yeah. Um, and I love the work he's done. So he from one of those interviews I had shared on Twitter in the past has followed the geek gen account. So I was able to DM him and just be like, Hey, I've enjoyed the interviews we've done in the past. I don't know if you'd have the time or be available or interested, but I'd love to do like a longer form conversation with you. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. So we set it up. Um, we agreed to do like a 40 minute interview and at the end of 40, I was like, okay, that's about the end of our time. He's like, do you want to do the full hour? I was like, <gasps> I, I, that was for me, that is such a compliment because it means that compliment. he's enjoying his time. Yes. I was like, yeah, I'd love to do the full hour. So we finished <laughs> it off. you crying yeah, I know, behind right? a black screen. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also, um, I don't know if, I think this might interest you. He's been getting into photography, especially like Astro Nightscapes and stuff. Oh, yeah. So a lot of the stuff he shares on Twitter is related to his nighttime photography. Yeah. And he does a lot of it. He was actually looking into like getting a cam link so that he could do some like live streams on YouTube of his nighttime photography and time lapse yeah basically yeah that would be awesome yeah it'd be so so good but that was like such a thrill for me and i think something that might not have been an opportunity had it not been for this and there and i'm going to keep reaching out to people because if if we're all stuck at home and people are looking for something to do then i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i can take advantage of that because why not yeah and also i think you know even just this podcast for example yeah you know you said, I know you're super busy and there's probably, you know, not a chance, but I'm craving social interaction. And I am also, you know, and it's important to, you know, kind of try to see the the good in, in all of this because there is a lot of bad. Mm-hmm. Don't think that, you know, we don't know that because we definitely do. Absolutely. But the, again, you can have both. You can have a deep respect for what's happening and also say, you know what? But the world needs, Rob and I need to laugh and have a good time mm-hmm. and have a good conversation once a week. So we're going to do it. And, you know, we hope that you'll join us for it because we all need adventures, right? Yeah. And and really, like, I know we're kind of doing all this up front that, like, it's not going to be, hey, this is the COVID cast. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. God, no. <laughs> yeah. No, we're just, I think I think both you and I decided we wanted to just talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. And then. But then the other episodes are going to be insane, right? We're just going to talk about other stuff. I, I, Very likely. Personally, I will be depressed if all we do is talk about COVID all the same, time. So same. this kid address the elephant in the room and then move on. Exactly. So, 
if, if anything, knowing us, it'll very often devolve into content creation, yeah, movies and food. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> movies and food. I need to tell you, I've been watching Breaking Bad for the first time. Oh, really? Now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like yeah. not the Probably happiest show. Probably not a good show. one to watch. <laughs> it, it's not the happiest show, but I, I, you know, I'm watching it for the first time and it is so good. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I think I told you this. I watched The Leftovers. Yes. Yeah. Which is literally about 2% of the population vanishing. But I watched it literally right before all of this started happening. Yeah. And it is the most depressing show I've ever seen. It is phenomenally good. Probably the best thing I've ever seen presented in a TV show format, which is a lot because awake. Yeah. So, yeah, (laughs) you know how I feel about that. But um, it's very depressing. So just keep that in mind. It's probably not something that I would recommend right now with all of this. But anyway, saying that I had just seen The Leftovers. Now I'm watching Breaking Bad and I'm like, "Ah, I can handle anything. But yeah, it is it is a little bit dark at times. But oh, man, is it good? Oh, I've I see no now doubt. why people are yeah. like, holy cow, this is the gr- it's great. It's so character driven and like, you know, no spoilers, but, you know, I don't really like Walt. He's not a hero. You know, yeah. it's so cool. It's so good. I think anyway, that's my that's my tough part because I haven't even tried it yet. It's yeah. one that people have recommended to me for so long. I, I don't know if you'll like it. I don't know if I because one, it's very heavy in the drug world, which yeah, is just not which a Which I know you don't like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But also, I have a really hard time watching anything where I don't have anybody to root for. Yeah. And I've heard that that's a show that doesn't give you a lot to root for. There's like some side people here and there that you like and are like, yeah. oh, that's a good person. I want them to do well. There are but a like, couple of moments where you root for that person and then they change a little. And yeah. you're like, oh, dang it. Yeah. I was hoping you would be the one. I don't know if it's um, my show. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you would like it. We'll see if I if I get further. I might. You might. But I. I just. I don't know. I've been watching something very different. <laughs> what have you been watching? I've uh, been catching up, and I've been meaning to for a while. I just never had the time. I've been catching up on Dragon Ball Super. <gasps> I never saw Dragon Ball Super. Is it good? It's good. It's amazing. You watched Z and all that, or uh, but a oh, long time ago, yeah. and you know my memory sieve. Yeah. It's I awful. watched Z in like college, so it was it was a long time even mm. in between. Uh, and then they had Dragon Ball GT after that, but GT yes. is now officially non-canon. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Because oh, GT was not created by Akira Toriyama, so he is picking up his story from Z. And GT is completely non-canon now, which is crazy, but I never really watched a ton of it anyway. I couldn't get into it. I just didn't like it as much. The only thing, the hard part with Super is it's only hard if you've seen the movies that recently came out in recent years, like um, Battle of Gods, Dragon Ball Z, Battle of Gods, and Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F. I haven't seen any of the recent ones. I saw I saw some of the I don't want to say originals, but I, I saw some yeah, r- around like that movies, came out in right? 2002 yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So there were, I haven't seen anything there were else two movies that. they did recently. And the first two seasons of Super rehashed those exact plot lines, but stretched them out with all the kind of filler stuff that Dragon Ball does. So it's the same stories, but you get the like filler in between. So like for a lot of it, I was like, well, I know where this is going. I've seen the movies already and I know how this ends. But as soon as I got through those seasons and I'm getting a lot of new stuff now, I'm like, oh, yeah. this feels like and it's again, it's, it's so kind good. of a comfort thing. I'm I'm going back to a lot of comfort stuff. I'm not watching like super heavy dramas right now. Yeah. And I'm even rewatching some of the older movies that I love that I'm always like, I have to watch the new thing so I can talk about the new thing just for like other podcasts and stuff. Yeah. But now I'm kind of leaning into the stuff that I just know I love. Yeah. We got to watch Tales of the Loop too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I know we've been meaning to do that together. Yeah. But I I've, I've, I haven't been watching like more than I normally yeah, do. Yeah, I've actually been watching less. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to read. I'm trying to like focus on time away from screens mm-hmm. and monitors. Um, So... Yeah, I'm constantly trying to figure out like what I can do to and I I guess it's again putting kind of pressure on myself. I'm constantly trying to figure out what I can do with my additional time that would be productive 
or beneficial for me. I do hate it, but at the same time, I'm like, now's the time. Like, yeah, I know. While I'm working, are you at, cleaning your apartment more? I, well, uh, not everything, but like, I completely clean my desk. I was like, I can't yeah. deal with the mess that I is this working yeah, space right I've now. Yeah, I've noticed I've been doing that. Like, yeah. I've been like, you know what? Ugh. You know, I just get to that point so much faster mm-hmm. where I have to, you know, deep clean my desk or, you know, deep clean my couch for some random reason. <laughs> I'm not having people over, you know, like I just, but I'm like, oh, it feels nice to just run the vacuum and clean it's like yeah. something i can control whereas i can't control what's happening outside in the world so yeah i have noticed i've started that and i'm noticing stuff more just being around it more like i'm noticing yeah. before when my desk was messy it was like i'm here but not like all day i'm not present yeah yeah so it only bugs me for like a little bit and yeah. i have to use the time that i have to work on the stuff that i want to so this isn't going to get cleaned up but now yeah. that I have a little more time and it's more noticeable to me and bothering me a little bit more, I'm like, yeah, I'm cleaning this up. Yep, I'm going to clean this up. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely been happening a bit. Yeah, I also noticed that it just it alleviates my mood a little bit. Can you hear my chair squeaking? No. Okay, good. Sorry. Random, random thing. <laughs> but I'm, I'm using a, a kind of an older off office chair it's not like a fancy one i ordered one but it's uh you know delayed you know, it'll be here in like a yeah, month everything or two, so is. using not the greatest chair right now but um i was worried you could hear it so not at all that's it sorry <laughs> feel free to cut that out <laughs> if you want have you done uh like i know you're doing uh grocery delivery yeah have you done like food delivery like takeout because that's something i have not done yet Yes, uh, a couple of times. I feel really weird about it because at first I was like, well, I don't want to put anybody at risk for going to the restaurant. But um, there are a couple of restaurants that I really love and I don't want to see them go under. Yeah. So I will call them and, um, you know, make a a big order uh, that will, you know, I can save leftovers and stuff like that. And I kind of just rotate between the restaurants that I want to see stay open through all of this. And, um, you know, they don't, they don't, uh, there's no contact. So the delivery driver's like, you know, fully gloved and stuff and they drop it outside the door. They knock, I wait a minute, they walk away. Then I open the door and I shout thank you down the hallway and they're already at the elevator. Mm. So, um, I just, you know, and of course I leave like a big tip for both the restaurant and the driver, but it's just, it's just one of those situations where it's a tough situation, but I, I, you know, I don't, I don't. I don't want to see the businesses. I want some, you know, one of my favorite coffee shops already closed. Oh, wow. So it's like, yeah, they, they won't be here when all of this is over. So it's like upsetting. Um, not because I want coffee at my face, you know, just because it's like I'm grieving the loss for them as well and the loss for the community and just and my coffee time space. That wasn't just the coffee. It was just about, you know, it was a, it wasn't a, it wasn't Starbucks, you mm-hmm. know, it was a locally independent owned yeah. thing. So, you know, it just, it's just a weird, a weird time. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not someone who eats out a lot anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I've actually been thinking about like, there are a couple places that if I do eat out, then there are some like non chain things. Like I'm not, I'm not super concerned about chains, they're gonna be yeah. okay yeah but they'll I, be fine. yeah but like there are there are a couple local restaurants i'm like i'd rather that not go even if i only order from them like once or twice a year i'm like yeah. i feel like i should now just yes. to do that yeah and so yeah that's that's what i've been doing and I'll, I'll place like a little bit of a bigger order and then save it in the in the fridge and whatnot and mm. just snack on it or or whatever um just to kind of show my support yeah. there are ways in which you can do that I've been tempted to, I know this is, I don't know if this is totally related, but like, uh, like I feel bad for like postal workers and stuff right now that are having to do, like, I know their job has to be done and it's essential, but, uh, they're, they're at a lot of risk as well. So super high risk. Yeah. I I was thinking the other day, like I should make some cookies and like leave them in the mailbox, (gasps) but I don't know if that's like weird. Like if like they just be like, leave a note, you could just leave a note and say, you know, like, thank you for, you know, your service. You know, if if you don't take them, I won't be insulted, but here's what's inside them, you know, ingredients, um, you know, and just to thank you. I, I think that that's a lovely thing to do. Like, personally. I think there's, I don't know how much I can do like from my position, but like, if that's something I can do, then yeah. like I, I, I'm, I, 
I'm not going to like go into a hospital and be like cookies for everybody. But like, yeah, if, if I can do something like that, then maybe that's a thing. I think we've seen a lot of little things like that, little acts of kindness that everybody is kind of banding together to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important. You're going to make somebody's day, you know, even just the thought if they're, if they can't have the cookie or whatever. And they look at that and they're like, wow, you know, somebody's thinking of me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a lovely thing to do. And then there's always like like charity fundraising and stuff that yeah. I'm wondering like if I should be putting some more energies into that because we're in a nice position where we can actually do something like that and yeah. have it be effective. Um, so I've been thinking about things like that too. But yeah, my trip to St. Jude's was canceled. Oh right, obviously yeah, because you know the kids are at all you know, and they did a digital online thing. So yeah, there's there's definitely charity fundraising that we could do. Um, it's just it's hard sometimes thinking about what will be the most effective mm. and what would be kind of the best but really the truth is is any help is good help yeah so if you pick something that means a lot to you then you know that that will be helpful yeah well i feel positive <laughs> you know it was a little depressing there in, in the middle we went up and down a little bit yeah we did i'm, I'm, I'm pleased though i feel good yeah I think There's we joy uh, and brightness in the world. I think we covered the topic enough to not have to like yeah, always address to never it talk about future. it again. <laughs> yeah, let's never talk about it again. This will be the one and only episode in which we reference what's happening. We'll probably I don't know if also that's be true, the but... most serious episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the rest is going to be fucking bullshit. I cannot wait. Oh, that feels Should like we a, wrap up the yeah, first episode. Feels like a natural yeah. stopping point. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I also have to go get ready for work, so. It was perfect timing. Fantastic. You want to do this once a week? I'm fine with once a week. All right. I'll see you next uh, Thursday then. All right. The Adventures of PB and Rob is a production of The Geek Generation. If you like this show, be sure to check out our other podcasts on The Geek Generation Network at thegeekgeneration.com. You can follow me, Pumpkinberry, on Twitter and Twitch at Pumpkinberry. You can follow me on Twitter at TheRobLogan and on Twitch at The Geek Generation. The best way to support the show is to rate and review our adventures on Apple Podcasts. If you do, we may read your review on an upcoming episode. If you'd like to further support the show and get access to exclusive bonus podcasts, along with other perks, you can visit our Patreon campaign at thegeekgeneration.com slash support. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time for another adventure. <laughs>